少年ジャンプス Hold on to your ass handles. It's finally <laughs> time. This has been a long fucking time、uh, coming. Welcome back <laughs> to Shonen Chumps, the only anime podcast on the gosh darn internet that features the three of us. As always, I'm Brennan. I'm Sean. I'm Dylan and the Franks. And if you didn't know what we do here, we watch anime, and then we hang out, and then we talk about it. And you are welcome to come hang out with us as we talk about it. Anyways, the anime we watched this episode was Darling in the Franks. Alright, so as always, we love talking to you. We love hearing from you. We love our fans, the chumps. And if you want to talk back to us, you can tweet at us at shonenchumps, or you can email us at shonenchumps at gmail.com. And if you want to listen to us, even though you're already listening to us, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash shonenchumps, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, iTunes, Play. All of those things. <laughs> Google Play slash the new Google Podcast app, I guess. I mean, Either one、yeah. of those were on both. Are we? Whoa, cool.、Yeah. Hey, look at us. Anyways,、yeah. we're fancy. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, go listen to us in a different format if you want. Talk to us every time you want to. If you're、oh. listening to us right now, which I know that you are, because how could you not be if you're hearing the sentence? Right. By nature. <laughs> Switch formats of how you're listening to us. <laughs> Yeah, give us some love on a different format. I actually don't think you mentioned the email, which is shonenchumps at gmail.com. I did. But- oh my <laughs> god, I did this to you last episode, too. <laughs> Shit, okay. Anyways,、uh, in an unprecedented turn of events, <gasps> we have a guest today. <gasps> and that guest is our boy Joel. Yo, what's up? Hey, Joel. Yo, what's up, Joel? What's up, Joel? Uh, should we ask him quick fire questions? Yes. Uh, Joel's、yeah. a friend of ours. He also likes anime. Tell us a bit about your taste in anime, Joel. Uh, like, hello. Wait, favorite anime?、Uh, favorite anime? All time. All Go. Time? Top three at least. Okay. Cowboy Bebop. Nice. That's just original OG. What's it called? Ping Pong. The animation is up there. Whoa. Whoa. Don't、okay. know what that is. <laughs> I don't know either. That's <laughs> deep cuts. Deep cuts. He- hidden gem. That, like, no one has watched. And it's about ping pong, but it's so good.、Uh, what、oh. else is there? I'm down. What's the one with the Ikebukura? Where they're. Do Ra Ra Ra. Do Ra Ra Ra. First season. Okay. First season. I'm not saying that. Damn, I still. I'll watch, I'll watch the other, other seasons. Yeah. But the first season's the best. Like, it's like. Anytime、right. they bring,、yeah. they mention Durara being good, I always just chime in and say first season. Right. I, like,、right. I liked watching the, like, the other three mini seasons. 
as a fan, it was just like fan service more so than it was like as good of a plot. Right, right. There are yeah. three other seasons. Well, no, there's just Durara X two, oh. which has three like sub seasons. Parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. three parts. It's like three part seasons. Yep. Anyway, well, yeah. that's cool. So yeah, now you know he has creds. All right. So again, as always, what do you guys think of Darling and the Franks in one sentence? <sighs> Dylan, the man who just sighed. Man. <laughs> Okay, so I'm hoping that over the course of this podcast, uh, my opinions will change, because sometimes that happens. Uh, last week, we talked about Megalobox, and I liked it, and after we discussed it, it made me like it more. But right. as of now, my sentence for uh, this anime is, there was no reward, period. Nice. Interesting. Brennan? All right, well, I had high hopes for this show. I really did. And when I started watching the show, I was very disappointed. But it came out on top. That's my sentence. Nice. That was concise. Thanks. That was great. You gave me a long one last week. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I blessed you with a short one this week. <laughs> nice. Uh, Sean. Okay, my sentence. So we all know that Kim Kardashian chose to dye her hair pink because of the main character in the show, right? Yeah. Zero, Zero two. two. Yeah. And I think that's very fitting because the show is a lot like Kim Kardashian. It looks really fucking good, but it's really fucking stupid. <laughs> That's my sentence. It's definitely, like, very cookie cutter. That's a simple one. But I, like, if I were to, like, compare it to anything, I would say it's, like, trying to be Evangelion, but just ending up being, like, Gurren Lagan. At least the second half of Gurren Lagan, which Ooh. is the worst half. That's interesting. I love the idea of that sentence. I haven't seen either of those animes, but <laughs> you've intrigued me. I also want to interject and say one other thing on the subject of Kim Kardashian. Uh, we're very happy to have Joel here, but he was our second choice. We tried to have Kim Kardashian on the show. We put it out We there. tried to make it happen. We really uh, did. It just yeah. didn't. Um, Schedules conflict. But I mean, hey, doors open. Kim, yeah, if, Kim you're if you're out there. Out there. Kim. Anyway, we know you there. are. But Joel's pretty dope, so. Yeah. Anyway. I'm a natural fit. I'm, I'm brown and wear glasses, so it's just like. Nice. Yeah. I'm like a shonen chump. That's what some of us look like at the table. Right. Viewers yeah. who haven't seen <laughs> us before. Uh, so it seems like three of us at this table mm -hmm. had a m negative uh, yeah, I'm reaction the, to the show. I'm so the Brennan. <laughs> so tell I'm going to champion this show. But I want, I want you I'm to gonna convince me. I'm going to play devil's advocate there were this times, entire podcast. There were times where I thought like this show was good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it was going in a good direction, and then it let me down, and then it came back, and in the end, I was let down. I just got to say, like, I had a good time watching the show. So did you it enjoy was, it overall? Yeah, like I enjoyed watching the show, but for some reason, like I enjoyed it, and it was stupid. Like every, everything that happened was just kind of stupid. I enjoyed it for like quite a run, but then in the end, it just like I felt unsatisfied. Yeah, I think I started yeah. watching the show while you were in Japan, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a head start right. and I'll watch like a few episodes. And I watched like a bunch. Yeah, because I was like actually it sucked you getting in. into it. I was okay. like, oh, this is cool. I want to know what's happening. Uh, and then it just left me hanging. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had hope, and then it just like crushed. My soul at the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Brendan, why is the show good? Yeah. Tell me. Well, like, why do you like it so much? I'll give it. I'll give it to you in very brief strokes, and we can dive into it as we continue talking sure. about this. Right. Okay. So all of the Ava references aside, because anyone who's a longtime listener knows that I have such a hard on for fucking Evangelion. 
that it's ridiculous. And just generally mecha. But all of, like, the genre aside, just knowing certain things like, oh, okay, so this is a collab between Trigger and A1 Pictures. So having seen stuff like Kill a Kill, and I haven't actually watched all of Gurren Lagann, but I've seen some yeah. of it, and, you know, it's pretty interesting. It's cool stuff. So Trigger is an anime production studio, right? Yes, yeah. okay. that's right. Um, who are comprised of ex-Gynax people. Who made Evangelion. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, and the director of this show also started his career at Gynax when he was 20 years old. So I feel like a lot of the sort of Ava-isms and stuff is sort of like more of a humble homage than it is sort of like a ripoff or like trying to even sort of steal the feeling of it. Right. But all of that aside, I had high hopes being like, this is going to be a new mecha classic just based on all the factors going into this. And then when I started watching it, my first impression of it was this is some dumb, like, fan servicey, uh, really just sort of unnecessarily over the top. It's gonna, like, it's just gonna flop because it has no substance. Um, the whole thing with the pilots having to, like, they, that's what they try to hook you with. It's like, guess what, guys? They get in the cockpit, doggy style. So. Okay, so that was my first <laughs> note. And it was actually, I debated making that my sentence. Right. My first note for the show was, dude, why do they have to pair in doggy style? Right. Why? why? It, it, it's a bad first impression. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad it is first a impression. bad first impression. And <laughs> also... They're children. Yeah, yeah they're children. Yeah, yeah, and... Even, like, aside from that, when, when we're first introduced to Nana, she, like, hops off the plane, the doctor pinches her butt. It's like, oh, it's one of those anime. Okay. Right. And then we see, like, uh, the first Klaxosaur, I guess that's what they're called. Yep, Klaxosaur. Klaxosaurs um, appear, and it's just this big blue square block, and you're like, what is this? This is the most lazily designed thing ever, and then it explodes like an angel in Evangelion and rains blue blood down, you're like, ew, what's going on? This is such a half-hearted attempt at being great, or at least trying to, like, steal from greatness. Mm -hmm. But then the show goes on, and we start to see more character development, and that's where it starts to get good for me. At least where like we're given such a big cast from the jump and they all wear uniforms they all look the same they all kind of act the same to a degree because they're all teenagers and then they start to differentiate a bit and then there's more and more shit going on where there's love triangles and love quadrangles and pentangles and sort of the tumultuous nature of being a teenager becomes a huge theme of the show and that really i thought was fucking sick and that sort of worked its way into the whole aspect of it all. And also, as the show went on, the way it sort of built its world and the way it sort of delivered information in regards to its um, its, its, its canon and its sort of, like, lore, I thought was, like, amazing. I thought it was perfect because I've watched plenty of other mecha shows where there's something big and crazy going on in the world that you don't know about. And it's, and like when it ultimately comes down to it, like the information is de delivered super sloppy, and you end up doing a lot of headcanon and having to do like a lot of backflips to make things make sense in your head. But this made perfect sense and it was interesting all the way through. Even though it got kind of cornball at cer certain parts, I feel like you can chalk up a lot of that to it just being geared towards a younger audience. 
did it make sense at the end though? I feel like that's where the it fuck was the that ball. alien shit? Yeah. Also, like, why were they traveling through space for like eight years or like three years? And why did she become a giant version of herself? <clears throat> yeah, like, I and also why did she have tits at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, we're getting like way far ahead. I mean, I, I can say, give you answers to those questions. Okay, well, if you let's want. get to that. Uh, but I will say that I definitely agreed with you. Uh, at the beginning, it was right. you know it was just kind of like there are all these like nothing characters, and they start to get fleshed out. And the fact that they were teenagers is like, well, one, such an anime-ism. But I started to get into it uh, myself, especially when we were realizing that these kids haven't been really educated at all. They don't know what, like, puberty is. Right. And then you start like, asking questions, like, why? Yeah, right? it does yeah. take place on Earth, which has, you know, a, like, a similar timeline to ours. They're just, like, further into the future. Yeah. Right? Like, when after Earth's been ruined and I liked... I liked that. I yeah. like that they, you know, get to see, uh, like, relics of, like, the old world, and they see something like, oh, like, what to expect when you're having a child. Like, that was all interesting. Right. And even just them going through puberty and one character, Kokoro, just feeling like she wants to have a baby, like, that was all really cool. So, I guess the world building and the characters as they got flushed out was great initially and i guess that's part of what hooked me in but it just seemed to fall apart like that's a huge redeeming quality of the show right but i felt like they didn't do anything in the end yeah, yeah. that's true my most redeeming quality of the show is just how good the art style is i think yeah. the art style yeah, is it's amazing beautiful. it's one it's of the best looking shows i've ever seen it's very clean and also yeah all yeah. of the action scenes are just gorgeous yeah uh mm -hmm. yes yeah they are everything in the show looks like immaculate it's amazing yeah it's yeah. fucking amazing to look at i yeah. just want to stress that point yeah and the color palette is so fucking good it's yeah. so nice yes. dude everything oh. is so good to look at um one thing i noticed in the show like in episode one is that it takes us no time at all to see a naked girl right like zero <laughs> two is just naked in a pool like right at the beginning part True. of the bad first impression for me right <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> i would agree definitely the first couple episodes were like it's just like Oof. what am i getting into <laughs> right. especially you just get introduced to the cockpit and just like a naked right. pink girl comes out of nowhere yeah i wrote down that this show is like watching a porn parody of eva and that's like <laughs> it's that's like not even a joke at that point it's just like a fact it's uh, like a porn parody you're of not eva. wrong uh, yeah I find it really. I found it really funny in episode two uh, when Hiro and Ichigo try to pair together. So oh. they were like, she's already like in doggy style, and then like he can't actually move, and it just like read like impotence to me <laughs> right. because she's like, what's wrong? Like maybe you can get it back again. <laughs> like dude, you know, it's just like a, that just entire just like, like jerking off in the yeah. <laughs> He's like, how about now? No, not yet. It's like oh, my. it's like dude, that entire sequence was just like. So, like someone in the writer's room was just like I really just need to get this off my chest yeah. like yeah. Yeah. someone else out there has to feel the same way I do yeah. so I'm gonna make this part of the plot oh <laughs> it definitely like talks about that like uncomfortability and like going through puberty and just like realizing like your sexual identity which right. is like, a giant yeah. theme of it right yeah right. of course of course which was like i think that's what made the first like 10 12 episodes really interesting right yeah mm -hmm. yeah even like what's what's the girl with the her hair's gray now um, Ikuno. Ikuno. She, yeah, yeah. I thought she had the most interesting, uh, like, part when the nines come in and she slaps them. Right. she's, uh, gay. Right, yeah. And so she's mad at, like, the regular, like, all the other kids because they're straight and that they can, like, 
their biology is meant to be together, right? Right, yeah. And so that, I thought that was really interesting that they, like, pushed that yeah, quandrum. that was, like, a pretty powerful moment. Earlier in the series, we had... Did I, like, blink and miss that? that was what, like, that past... Ikuno's a lesbian? Wait, when did that happen? That happen? In, what? Like, <laughs> it happened in, like, the late teen episodes? Yeah, I yeah. Say, it was, like, it was 18, 19 or something? 17, 18, 18, 18, something around it's there. It's after, it's, like, after they take Grand Crevasse, and then they've been sort of left at their mansion alone for, like, more than a month. Right, right. And then the Nines show up. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, we're crashing your party. What's good? Hey, yeah. okay, wait, what is Grand Crevasse? It's the big <laughs> crater that um, the, the, the master yeah. weapon is stored in. I forgot what the name is. Uh, star? Star, ca- star Traveler Carrier. This is just another metaphor Dude, for sex. There were, way, there were way too many just like words where I was like, what are you talking about? Wait, what's that again? What's this? Like, I what can't. the fuck? What the hell? Oh, no, I, okay. I'll bring that up after. I know yeah. you guys are very. Er- it's like. I know it get it got a little bit hard to follow, but when you compare it to shit like Evangelion or even like Eureka Seven, like I love Eureka Seven. Joel, are you familiar? I have actually not seen Eureka Seven. Fair enough, but <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still the only one. You haven't seen Green Lagoon. I mean, that's a classic. No, no, I'm saying I'm all alone in this because I, I fucking oh god, I love Eureka Seven, but I feel like not enough people love Eureka Seven. That's fair. Um, but also, that's another. That's a show that this show made me think of, um, because there's also like a similar dynamic between the main characters. Yeah. It's like a, a girl and a boy piloting a mech. That's that's <laughs> the bulk of it. Yeah, right. Um, see that. But uh, it is so convoluted, and there's so much shit that flies over your head that there's no explanation for that you're doing so much headcanon for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That at the end of it, even though it's great, or at least I think it's great, you're still like, you're doing math. You're like, wait, 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 this person did this, this person wanted to do that, oh, this person's a part of this group, and that, oh, okay, 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 okay. So I guess that means this person, okay, okay, it all works out. So I guess Ikino's a lesbian. <laughs> but wait, like, in this, it all made sense. Yeah, was I didn't find anything in the show to be confusing things that you might be considering confusing like dylan um i just just thought was kind of like silly and dumb like yeah i think just like all the the names of things were starting to get mixed up in my head and a bit toward the end i think i started toward the end i started to get really confused so like how do we know that she's a lesbian like, Wait, so Sean, there's like, actually a so, scene. So, <laughs> so, so, so how did you do zone out during so that? It's like an entire big scene then. Because yeah. like I don't, scene. I don't get like how you could have just, like, just remind me what the scene is and I'll probably you know, remember. throws herself on top of... Oh yeah, she kisses the girl. Ichigo. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. She kisses the girl. And she's like... She pulls her hair down in like yeah. a super fast and just like jumps on her. Is like, yo, I love you. Yeah, I remember this. She actually says, I love you too. I remember. So what I was going to say is it's... Interesting because we earlier in the series we have the, s- some characters realize their feelings for others, right? Ichigo right, yeah. realizes that she loves Hiro. Goro realizes that he loves uh, Ichigo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think at, by that point, uh, Kokoro and Mitsuru both uh, had feelings for each other, and they're like together. Uh, is that Kokoro after their wedding Mitsuru. thing? No, um, it's it's it was, before. It's right before the wedding the bread thing. Man first. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was with the- bread. Red Bull. Yeah, Red she Bull was for a little while. Um, but so, so really we bad. have these characters <laughs> discovering uh, their sexuality, yeah. and then we have uh, Ikigo. Just wait, is that right? Ichigo. Ichigo. Ichigo sorry, yeah, like, sorry. Ichigo I'm just looking at my notes just, right now. I need to interject. 
What? In, for the, my notes for episode 18, it says, lesbian girl is, well, a lesbian. And gets on top of Ichigo. So you I just remember. totally blanked out. But there were like, <laughs> that was a really powerful moment. She even right. says something it's like, I wish the world yeah, wasn't yeah. the way it was. But if the world wasn't this way, then you wouldn't be who you are. Right. Or no, right. I wouldn't be who I am, and you wouldn't be who you are, and I would hate that. Exactly. Right. So that was yeah. like her big... It's beautiful. Yeah, it was like it's a really beautiful moment. sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, that was like real touching. Yeah, dude. I felt like there was a lot of that. Especially in like the second mm-hmm. part of the... Because like... Did you guys watch the behind the scenes stuff as well? No. Nope. I skipped that okay. episode. Okay. I watched both of them. They're actually pretty eye-opening, pretty good, because yeah. um, you get a sense of the 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 real heart that these poor fuckers working on this anime have, and how much they really wanted to convey with it. Right. But um, the I guess the lead writer, at least one of them, um, mentioned that this show is kind of divided into four arcs, where it's like the first arc is focused on. Um, Hero and Zero Two and their relationship, and then after that it becomes um, like all of the kids' relationships with one another, um, and then after that it becomes all of the kids together with um, and, and their relationship with uh, the adults in the world and the greater world around them, and then at the very end it comes back to Hero and Zero Two. Right. They have the worst relationship too. Yeah, I I do agree because it is the most uh, cliched. It's the most great. Like the parts surrounding those two were the least interesting parts of the show by yeah. far. Right, yeah. but I do want to say that Zero Two is one of the most interesting characters in the show, and that's a pity that they couldn't have had a more interesting relationship. Wait, because I think Hero is so fucking bland. He's so typical. He's he's, so, like, he's a, yeah. It's like almost like an isekai hero, where it's like they yeah. give you a blank slate so that you can fill that role psychologically. It's like. Yeah. They want the kids watching the show to be like, wow, I could be that guy because he's so much like me. Because he's such a general character. Yeah, right. Um, But I did think Zero Two was really interesting. Zero Two was cool, yeah. I feel like... give you that. Why was she interesting? I feel like a lot of this had to do with the way the Japanese voice actress played her. Um, I felt like it was really convincing because with the dialogue that... Um, she was given, like, she mentioned this in the behind-the-scenes sequence as well, where it's like, if she read it too straight-faced, she could come off as a completely, um, like, an anti-hero or, like, some kind of um, antagonistic character. Mm -hmm. But if she was too playful and cute about her lines, she could have just been completely harmless. But she found that interesting balance where you were always, or at least I was always kind of guessing, or I was like where does this character sit in all of this? Obviously, she's the main character to a certain degree and also, like, the main love interest. Yeah. But, like, it like to what degree is she going to fuck everything up? Like, is she, like, a really evil person? Does she have bad intentions? Is she... Does she actually care about Hero? Does she care about any of her teammates? Yeah. Uh, so I was always guessing, and I thought that was really cool because it's not very often that... I can't just read a character and be like, okay, this is their arc. Right. At least for the first yeah. half. I wish they kind of doubled down on her, like, because she, like, went through such traumatic experiences as yeah. a kid. And, like, yeah. it would have been, like, a good way to just show, like, teenage angst. But, like, I feel like there was, like, she got, she, like, fucked up, and then they're, like, 
then they're like, oh, now we're all good with you now. It was just like... There's a lot of back and forth, Yeah, I felt like. And speaking... Like, didn't yeah. she go to all the other kids with a knife? She was gonna... She beat them up. She, yeah, yeah, she beats them up and hasn't... Yeah, oh yeah, maybe not a knife, but she attacks all of them, and then they're all, like, best of friends, like, really soon after. Mm-hmm. Something happens. Dude, it's... Yeah. Okay, so that whole episode, it was episode 14. That actually created a lot of stir when it came out um amongst weirdly enough the fandom of this show which i think is like super silly like really dumb because that's also the episode where um ichigo confesses her feelings to hero yep uh, and she's like forcibly trying to keep uh him and zero two apart because she did try to kill him more or less uh previously when when she was going all crazy trying to yeah. quote unquote become human by killing more klaxosaurs right. so that she could be reunited with her original darling right because she at that point neither hero. one of them had that flashback or realization yeah. and a lot of people got fucking mad dude like to the point where apparently they were sending like death threats to like the personnel on on the, the the production teams and like hmm. stuff Ugh, like that where they're like so lame oh how yeah it's like you should be fired from your job and shit because everyone was mad that uh they put ichigo in between zero two and hero it's right. like don't you dare put uh a, a perfectly logical fitting character in between these other two characters yeah, like it doesn't right. make any sense why people would be mad about that because it makes sense for um, Ichigo's character because she's a confused teenager as well. Yeah. yeah. Even though she's the leader of the squad and she keeps everyone else in check, um, managing her own feelings has been like tumultuous up until this point. Yeah. And like, it it at this point it's I think it's just Goro, uh, Ichigo, Hiro, and Zero Two. So it's like a love square. I don't think um, Ikuno is in play at this but point. But Goro like, didn't really... He wasn't proactive. <laughs> right. He was just, he was just like, sort of chilling. He's just like tossing his feelings from he's the like, back. Yo, he's like, I love you, but I know you love heroes, so yeah. it's chill. I'm just yeah. a respectable human being. I'm Goro. The, yeah. The best guy. <laughs> the best dude. Yeah. I remember there's a lot of hate for Ichigo. I remember it's like, like, reading that. But it, like, it didn't make any sense because, of course, she's going to go and... Um, like confess her love to Hero. Yeah. Maybe I thought it was dumb that he just went, uh huh, cool. Anyways, zero two, where's she at? You yeah. know, and All that's right. that's actually probably the reaction that a lot of people wanted. I wish there was a bit more. That's what yeah exploration I agree with that. Yeah. Um, like there was no doubt in the relationship with uh, Hero and Zero Two. It was just like we're soulmates. Exactly. Yeah. End of story. But the thing Yo, is, Ichigo's. A she's, babe. Yo, Ichigo's mm-hmm. best girl, dude. Dude. I feel is like there she? was... I think she is. She's cool. She's the leader. I think leader. it's a close tie she's, between... She's a strong Goro is best character. Girl. Goro, Goro is, is, is truly best girl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's face the fact. But, okay, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's like, there is so much potential there. Yeah, right. Based on who Ichigo was to Hiro and everyone else, it's like, you could have even added more complexity to the romance where it's not just like the power of love yeah you know between zero two and hero but it was still like a very interesting few episodes where you get to see all that develop i'm looking at the pictures of all the girls right now and it yeah. looks like they got every demographic of who you could be attracted to <laughs> <laughs> but there's no I, fat not- girl that's Why not? true. They have Breadman though. He counts as What's yeah, uh, the big boy. Futo Futoshi Futoshi, Futoshi. yeah. Futoshi. 
That's, that's his name. <laughs> oh, yo, guys, I hated Zorame. Oh, my God. So annoying. Which one's that? The uh, little dude. Boy, Asuka. Like, Papa's going <laughs> to yeah. help us, right? Right. I liked his episode when he goes into town and like, that that was cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like other than that, yeah, when he had that conversation with that old woman, yeah, that right. was really interesting. But before that, and even after it, I was He's just like so annoyed by him. Right. It's like Zorame and Miku are boy Asuka and girl Asuka. They're I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Evangelion. But it's like right. annoying kids, though. Oh, like, yeah. It's yeah. like if you mix them together, they're the one character from Evangelion. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> like what they are. Like, if you go to, like, a middle school or, like, go on Yeah. Fortnite, oh, I know he's necessary. <laughs> I know <laughs> he's are, needed. Need I know the there was always that annoying piece of kid. Shit. Also, yeah. if you mix Goro and uh, Ichigo, you, you get, get Joe. Wait. Oh, never what? mind. <laughs> you, get, you get Joe from season one of Digimon. Oh. oh. Joe the Doctor. You're right. Nailed it. I'm you going on it. <laughs> Wait. Bye. Ichigo and who? Goro. Goro. Okay, yeah. You definitely get... Yeah. Joe's the one who's, like, Joe's always prepared, right? Lame. Sorry? Joe's the one who's, like, always prepared. He's, like, the seal He's prepared guy. and nervous a lot, I think. Yeah. He has yeah. glasses. Yeah, he does have glasses. <laughs> right. And blue hair. I wish that... Yes. Had, and blue hair. Speaking of Digimon, yeah. season three, do you remember when that girl goes crazy and she, like, gets the crazy D-Reaper shit? Is her name Izzy? I think it's Izzy. Yeah. And her, go on. like, Leo Mun dies, her, like, past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah best season. Um, but. It was the best of Digimon. Uh, right. uh, but I wish they, like, did that for uh, Zero Two. Just had her, like, fucking go evil and just, like. Just, like. like and crazy. never go yeah, back to be like, good. Like, go back eventually. Or, just, but, like. Oh. They kind of did have that for, like, a little they bit. They did. A it yeah, yeah. flip flopped a bit. But see, short. that's the thing. Even like, yeah, because that's the thing. She dips after that whole episode when uh, Ichigo is keeping them apart. She was like tortured. Yeah, yeah. She's got some real trauma. She has it's some like real reasons to like want to kill people. And yeah, on top of her identity issues, yeah. everyone else is facing identity issues as well. But like, she's got it doubly so because she's not human. Yeah. Um, right. No one. She kills people. Yeah. On the regular. She's got like a stack of bodies to answer for. It's like. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, so she she's escorted away, and then they're all separated, and then she goes crazy on her own. Yeah. In in Zoid's mode, <laughs> when she but just she, switches she her. Uh, uh, what's it? Streletzia? Streletzia. Streletzia. Yeah. Into like her solo form, and she just goes nuts. Yeah. Right. And then Ichigo has to cart Hero to her and shove him into the cockpit, and then they make up, and everything works if out fine. If she killed like Nana or someone like that, that would have been sick. Yo, yeah, right. That would have been yeah. like. That's hard to forgive. That's like yeah, really, that would have been interesting. Like Nana, they or pushed, ha- like if even they pushed Hachi. Hachi is fucking disposable, dude. Is Hachi the the male equivalent the dude of yeah. who has no yeah. emotions? Right. Yeah. He literally says that in the final episode. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I didn't know that. Which I didn't know. Episode. I didn't even notice that until yeah. yet. Well, I think it's just I like, don't have emotions. It's safe to assume that all adults in this reality, or at least like quote unquote adults, yeah. are. We're- what happened to the adults? So, so let's talk about the world. Okay. That, do you want answers? <laughs> I want some answers. Do you have the well, answers? No, I, think I can I, give I, them to you. <laughs> okay, so maybe you can help fill in the blank. So first off, we can say that uh, it takes place in the future. Like uh, hundreds the, of years in the future. Uh, yeah. So right. I think there's a flashback episode with Dr. Frank that that kind of fills in the blanks yeah. that yeah. humans, uh, or we figure out how to become immortal. 
Yeah, in but, 2025, his genetic research is so sick yeah. that the people who discovered magma energy and fixed all the world's resource problems are like, yo, buddy, come work for us. Yeah, and yeah. let's become immortal. Well, oh, yeah, so, so that's the first yeah. thing. So magma energy starts being used right? Uh, as, as and energy. That's how they figure out because, And that's yeah. the thing. It's by ape, this secret clandestine oh, yeah. group of scientists, two or more of which actually aren't human, Right. Yeah. I like the how apes. in the flashback, <laughs> I like how monkey masks. <laughs> for the longest time before that flashback episode, there were just like, these like five people or whatever, and they were like sitting in these like chairs. I'm like, where are yeah, they? Dude, that right. is, and also, like, are they always sitting there? That is like, straight after up. they're done talking about plans. They're like, so what like, are you guys going on this yeah. weekend? <laughs> it's like, yo, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, when do they go to the bathroom? They're always sitting there. Uh, is there a designated <laughs> meeting, or is that what they do? That That's what they do. That whole thing is. <laughs> I want to see them shooting the. Shit. I know, I'm, right? <laughs> anyway, but just I like that in the flashback that they're just sitting at a regular table. Yeah, yeah, they just have people. a big desk. I was thinking about how big that. their fucking office is. It's just empty and dark, and there's one table with three of them, and he's just standing in this dramatic light, like being interviewed by them. Yeah. I'm just like, what? So like when when he leaves, we're like, so someone gonna get coffee or like, yeah. like right. um yeah. also that entire thing with ape is like the equivalent of seal or sailing yeah. in Ava which okay. is where I thought you were talking about the singer I mean him too but <laughs> no cuz like in in Ava there's no. That was beautiful. <laughs> That's something we'd all join in. Um, I don't know any seal songs. Maybe. There's only one Kiss seal song. What? Yeah. Oh, Kiss from a Rose? Oh, I know the one seal. I know his entire <laughs> discography. <Rose? laughs> Is it Kiss by a Rose? Kiss, yeah, from, Kiss a rose. From, a from a Rose. From a Rose? One or the other. Careful now. You don't want to get copyright strikes. You guys are too good. I think you have to know the lyrics to actually get copyright. Baby. All right, go on. Anyways, um, so yeah, the equivalent of Sele is uh, like the massive obelisks that are faceless and are just like voice only. There's basically a clandestine organization in in Ava that's sort of calling the shots behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. um, Do you think that was definitely that they were inspired by Ava? Like, was that like a blatant? Like, no question. I mean, it might not have been like it serves a purpose, but at the same time, the way they executed it was an obvious homage especially even in the way that it's like sound only sometimes when it's like when they're communicating with nana or hachi and the thing is with sale every time they're communicating with nerve which is like the organization responsible for ava's it's like you see a screen that's like sale sound only or yeah interesting yeah actually that reminds me i saw a comment on uh, one of the episodes and someone wrote something i think saying that the people who made this anime some or like the studio or something they also made uh Ava and Code Geass or something like that and then it said mm-hmm. like they made Grand Lagan right A1 did okay uh, shit trigger yeah trigger, I don't yeah. know okay well the comment was something about how or what those three have in common it's like right. giant robots and tra- trauma in childhood yeah that's that's a fact <laughs> anyway um yeah like i mentioned earlier the director did work at he got his start at Gaina yeah. so mm-hmm. like it's it's no uh, no surprise there that we see right, yeah. a lot of those parallels. But, um, sorry, what was your so, question? So about? no, so yeah. back to the world. So that yeah, we have right. they so they, they create uh, the ability to become immortal, and more and more people become immortal. Right. Uh, and then there's like a growing class gap because the people who have money can 
become immortal. I guess like everyone else just yeah, like dies. And, and there's also a tax on having children. So right. people yeah, have that less was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Because of the overpopulation, because no one's dying. Yeah. So Yeah. So you see, all of that was just so interesting. I thought yeah. that was yeah. great. It all fits perfectly. And uh -huh. then yes. Oh, sorry, they can't reproduce though. That's the cost of being yeah. immortal. Right. They lose the their reproductive functioning. And then I guess we figure out as the show progresses, or at least as we see or I think we we see the immortal people before we're given this explanation. So certain things make sense in hindsight, where you're like, oh, so that's where they that's why they are reduced to like having to go in their pleasure box and then <laughs> spend half an hour consuming pleasure. And it's like, okay, right. pleasure received, yeah. time for sustenance. And it's like, okay, why? Because everyone's kind of evolved out of. Um, their need because all of those needs come from like a reproductive origin like right humans are pleasure seekers for the sake of reproduction so once that's factored out it's just like that's where humanity ends up going is be being like these sort of brainwashed uh emotionless sexless mm -hmm. beings so is is the war with the claxosaurs them consuming magma energy that's the reason why they create children right well, yes, yeah. because, because, yeah, because, okay, so also the world starts becoming a desert because of the magma energy that they're harvesting mm -hmm. right. um, very slowly. And also at the same time, yeah, claxosaurs show up mm -hmm. from the depths of the earth because the magma energy is being harvested. They're like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Nuke it three times. Doesn't work. Oh, we need more solutions. Dr. Franks is on the case. Mm -hmm. um, starts developing his Franks robots. Uh, uses his wife as a guinea pig. It all goes to shit. I've never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> sort of, <laughs> I wonder which show that could have come from. Um, <laughs> Shao Tucker and Nina all over again. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, and then he winds up studying a Claxosaur corpse, finding yeah. out the way that it works, <laughs> being part machine and part biological, uh, and then uses that knowledge to develop uh, the actual Franks. I think mess. part of that information can't. Part of that came before his wife died, right? Because she wouldn't yeah. have just died. And because no, it was like, also like you need to be able to reproduce to yeah. pilot a Frank. So it must mean that that right. already came from a Claxosaur. Like Otherwise, it would have been completely mechanical, right? So reproductive, yeah. right? Like you can't be uh, a sexless immortal. You've got to have yeah. Yeah. functioning goods. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I guess they. Be developed a reason for all that and because of, at the beginning I was like why the fuck are these things even needing to be piloted yeah. by two people by boy and girl like is this just so we can see them in doggy style like is this <laughs> is this really I mean, like are we to well, yeah I know but, but I'm saying, like, are they <laughs> yeah. not gonna even explain it are they right. just gonna say and also why are the the robots actually become like they have like a a human face, face and right. shit. I was like, I, what? They have like the the face of the female, but yeah. like what the man controls, like the body yeah. actions. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's hard. I don't know. It's like the man controls it, but the female is the one actually like taking like the attacks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they actually say that in that episode where they're, they're like, like, oh, don't push your partner too hard. Yeah, they're the ones getting hit. Yeah, we should control. And like it. the episode, I think. Which is like fan service where they like they like see the girls naked. The or beach something. episode, yeah, right. and all that shit. And I guess they're at the end. They're like, oh, we should be respectful because like they take the brunt of oh, the damage oh, yeah. when you know we <laughs> fight in the Franks. Like we have to keep them safe because we pilot them. Right? Yeah, some yeah. shit like that. 
Yeah. You know what's fucking jokes? What? When in like the second last episode, Hero's piloting with another dude. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Yeah, not that there's funny. anything wrong no, with No, totally not. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's just intensely funny to yeah. see out of nowhere. Like nobody pre- like prepped us for that scene. Right, yeah. yeah. And there's no explanation for that too. I was kind of hoping that they would like talk more about the nines, but they just like. Yeah, they just kind of said like, by the way, the nines are clones. Clones. Also, the nines Question are sick. They all have like light colored pastel hair. They all dress they in look white. They're great. They're, yeah. they're like the prettiest boys of pretty boys. <laughs> the actually boys of the show. I uh, guess. Yeah, but they prettier, than, that pretty, prettier yeah. than Right. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> all of them are prettier than the ugliest Backstreet Boy. For sure. Yes. Which they're is just like definitely. Cool. No. I don't remember their names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> I think Howie's one, or is that insane? Yeah, but going uh-huh. back, I definitely agree for sure. I like the explanation of why the robots. Yeah, actually, like needed to have two people in it. Yeah, yeah I'm glad like, that they on, actually did something. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. But at the end of the day, the explanation, even though there is one, it, it's kind of like, oh, it's because a civilization greater than us thought of a way to do this so we're just copying them just so happens that they have two people fucking in the cockpit right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah that whole thing was like a little muddled to me as well so there were Klaxo sapiens yeah and i think the Klaxo sapiens created the Klaxosaurs to pilot them and then the the Klaxosaurs are made up of two Klaxo sapiens, a male and a female, yeah. I think. So, like, yeah. timeline-wise, they're w- at one point on Earth, like, apparently 60 million years ago, so, like, dinosaur times, uh, there was an advanced civilization, which were the Klaxo sapiens. Oh, blue who were people. All blue people. Smurfs. Yeah. Smurfs. Smurfs. They're all Smurfs. Avatars. Um, but then... <laughs> also, go on. Uh, what, what's the... What are the purple aliens called? Verm. Verm. Verm shows Which is up. the worst part of the show. Yeah, yeah that's well, that's where it all went down. That's to where me. Like, anyway, go on. We'll get to that, but tell us more about the history. So they show up. Uh, they fight. Klaxosaurs, uh, fu- like, they, they fight them off, but then they also get fucked. So they go underground. And then at this point, they divide into two different variants of their species, where it's like the people who can't really survive in that weird hibernation state just turn into energy which is what the magma energy is mm-hmm. and then is that what magma energy is yeah so at the beginning when they said magma energy i thought they were talking about like, like lava yeah like yeah. what lava <laughs> is once no so yeah. it's like, this is a metaphor for dinosaurs being turned into oil, oil. <laughs> yeah more or less extracting the oil yeah. and destroying the Organic world beings, and then yeah. elon musk having to save it by putting children in teslas and driving them into the center of the earth Oh my god. I'd yeah. watch that. You just put a hit on all <laughs> yeah. of our heads, dude. You don't have to watch it, Dylan. It's gonna be you. <laughs> You're gonna be in that Tesla. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's that's what their explanation was. Uh but yeah, when it comes to the Klaxosaurs, they were piloted originally by the the sapiens, the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they went underground, I guess they just sort of got sucked into their being and just became cores or whatever. Dragon Balls. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. And then the Klaxosaurs lost their intelligence. Right, because they were just in. basically just eating the magma and so they were surviving oh. so they didn't yeah. need to th- think of anything so they just slowly became... Yeah. So and is that supposed to explain why they can't like get out of the Klaxosaurs and be like, hey, wait, stop fighting uh, I'm a person. I'm fighting for Earth. I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Um, and the queen is the only sentient 
Princess. Yeah, or Princess, yeah. 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 She's the one uh, sort of um, telling them what to do, or like at least directing them to some degree. But She's the last sapien. Yeah, last right. Sapien. Yeah. So, even so that's what that is. <laughs> her introduction was was cool. And like yeah. the fact that uh like the it, it like it seemed they were they were working their way towards that. Like you th- like you're aware that Zero Two isn't human. Right. And you're like, is she like she has something to do with the Klaxosaurs? And then we get that she is actually a clone of the princess. Right. right. Yeah. That was interesting. I like that. Yeah. That I thought it was Yeah, as soon as as soon as she came into the picture, like the princess I mean, she I was kind of like, like I was like, yeah. yeah, okay, so that's where Zero Two comes from. Also, because we have the previous knowledge that uh, Doctor Franks has uh, like a, a degree in cloning, so right. It's like, oh. Also, she's Zero Two, yeah. so where's Zero <laughs> One? Right, right. Yeah, so she is Zero yeah. One. Yeah, the, the princess. I wish right. they explained the numbers more. I was like thinking there'd be so like a big twist where they're like all clones, like. The adults have like versions of themselves as children. Like, yeah, oh yeah, like, that would have been cool, especially because there's that great episode where they see the unused rooms in their houses, yeah. and they see there's like an entire different group of right. kids. Yeah, like that was cool. That was I want to see cool. more about that. Yeah. yeah, that was sick. Like they were like freaked out initially, and then in the end, they just re- replaced the lilacs, and they're like, all right, well, let's <laughs> replace the lilacs in the room. And here's yeah. here's what I got from that whole thing. It's like. That entire thing where they're introducing, like, oh, previous generations of pilots and stuff like that, it's kind of... It, the whole thing is just, like, a big symbol of how disposable the children are. It's like they're bred en masse in a facility for the sake of being meat shields for uh, ape and their colonies of humans. But really, it isn't even like about the humans anymore because they don't have any free will or thought or anything so it leads you to think about like what what is really going on here it's like who's for whose sake is ape here and then it's like oh they're here to harvest resources you find that out later with the alien shit which we'll get into but with the whole like replacing flowers things it's like i thought it was really cool because i feel like the show makes a lot of statements about mindfulness and about being present and like oh like enjoying what you have in the moment that you have it because when they realize how disposable they are even though squad 13 it's 13 right they're 13 mm-hmm. even though they're like a test group or like a special group where they're given sort of the freedom to be humans more or less uh at least just because of dr frank's not even that ape knows about how special they are um even even then it's like oh they're still they can die and like none of them are actually ever going to reach adulthood none of them are going to have fulfilling lives and when they see the reality of that in the fact that people just like them were there who knows how long ago and are all dead now it's kind of like a, a reality check yeah so i like that that and and i agree with everything you're saying and that's why i would have liked to have seen them explore that more like yeah. they weren't angry I would have liked to have seen them confront Papa or something. That just shows them that they were bred to fight and then die, and then they'll be replaced, right? So, like, they're now, I guess, seemingly aware of the cycle. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I I would have liked to have seen them say something about that more. When, like, Darling the Franks is good is, like, when it's grounded in, like, a sense of reality where they're able to explain things. Mm -hmm. Like, where I think it really goes wrong is, like, like, the 
episode like 20 or 21 whenever the verm get a, like when they show, show up, up literally the show goes to shit because it's just like they just like basically we were trying to bust their nut like as soon as possible and just like how do we save the universe like as quickly as possible when it was like a very localized story about these kids and then they were like we're saving the universe now yeah like, as far as i'm concerned i think that wrecked the show for me yeah okay. the whole verm thing so yeah. let's talk about hit, it now hit me with all uh, your verm hate and then i'll champion it okay i just <laughs> want to say like first like, first off what what yeah that's my yeah. that's my question why there's what? like purple people coming from the sky and you're just like what the f- what is going on we, we had it's what we had what seems to be like all the you know material needed for a good story and then they're just like Aliens. Here's some aliens. Aliens. My first like, note after watching episode 20 is just, 20, what the yeah. fuck was that? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Similarly, uh, one of my one of my last notes was just, what the hell is going on in all yeah. capitals? <laughs> because what? Like, dude, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't, I don't, I don't even understand. I don't know where to start. Yeah. You know, it feels like we got, I mean, with the, the flashback episode to Dr. Frank's uh, of Dr. Frank's story, we got uh, a, a, some really satisfying world building and history, yeah. and it made everything that we had already learned uh, way more enriched, and it, it, it felt really good, and it felt mm-hmm. like, okay, so we're going into this battle with the Klaxosaurus, and, you know, I didn't actually mind that in the end they, ki- they kind of sympathized with the Klaxosaurus, like, that was kind of cool, Yeah, and I feel like we still could have got there a different way, but it just felt like it came out of nowhere. They're in this battle with the Klaxosaurs, and then Papa is like, ha, I'm actually an alien. Yeah. <laughs> and then, right. like, some of the other controller dudes who are at that table just, like, die. And then, what? It's like, fucking. And then, so they're like, all right, aliens. now we gotta fight the aliens. So, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Brendan. I feel like. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm not be- making sense anymore. What? Like, we shouldn't be asking what. And we shouldn't be asking why. We yeah. should be asking, like, why would you do this? Like, I know what happened in the show and I know why, but why would the creators do this? It just, it's just so, yeah. Like why? It just felt very tonally (laughs) different. Where it's just like, it's about these kids and their like journeys and like having these relationship problems and then aliens come. Yeah. You know what? It's weird because there's, there's no tease of it earlier in the show. It's not like, is there a little, okay, I'll get into it. Talk, but <laughs> tell me. Okay, well, there's no, there's no th- thing that makes me think like something else is going on here, or like, oh, that was interesting. And then you know, in, sometimes in movies, like you see something early in the movie, and you're like that was interesting, and you kind of forget about it. Right. And like later, they bring it back. Right. That that's not what the aliens felt like. <clears throat> what this felt like was when a show's not doing well, and they introduce a new character like it's to jumping to the spice shark things almost. up. Yeah. yeah. Right. I. I get how you guys are feeling yeah that's what it that's what it felt it definitely like felt me. like they were dropping the shark like they could have had easily had another season or two to like hmm. develop into something or at least go into more about the claxosaurs and like mm-hmm. i'd rather like if they didn't have verm i'd be much happier and they just like had like a like the classic claxosaurs were actually good and they were actually gonna like fight ape in some weird way right yeah or even if they did have verm I would have rather seen that eased into. Yeah. Maybe that yeah. could have been something. If if they wanted to do a second season, then that could have been something for the second season. Tease at the end of the first season. Like, there's something more going on here. Something more than they thought. But it just seemed to come out of nowhere. 
Okay. So I found it hard to process. And it wasn't that like, is that is fair. It wasn't compelling either. Like the verm are just like yeah, everyone. So they're just like the opposite of individuality. Just like right. And it was just like I thought they could have done that, presented that better than them falling out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Right. I I do agree that it was a little bit jarring to a degree, but okay. So hear me out on this. Mm-hmm. So the during the entire course of the show, at like when it starts off, you're 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 not you're just putting these questions in the back of your head. You're like, okay, the world's a desert. Everyone lives in the, these weird dome-shaped colonies. Why? I'll figure it out later. You're not thinking about it. It lulls you into the like the sort of sense of security where you're like, okay, I can invest myself in characters. I can focus on what's going on in the small scale, and it trickles you information every now and again. And you're like, okay, so there is something bigger going on here, but I guess we'll find out by the end. Now, here's where I didn't think it was that much of a drop, because the entire time, like I was talking about before, like, I was thinking about motivations, and I was like, why? Why? Like, if if Papa and Ape are all human beings, why are they so bent on, like... Like, like, human survival. What, like, what is their end goal here? It just seems like they're trying to get something out of the Earth. And when they eventually make their mission, oh, like, uh, Zeratu's found her partner. We're going to get her to this pit so she can get to the thing. It's like, oh, okay. So they're trying to pull something out of the Earth. It's like, why? What is what is instrumental about that? Oh, maybe to help fight the Klaxosaurus. Okay, you put it out of your mind again. The show keeps going. And then you get the backstory of of um, Dr. Franks, and then also sort of the backstory of how Ape came into power, and then you start thinking, you're like, wait, so like these guys showed up out of nowhere, they don't have any nationality, they don't have any stake in anything, and then they just happen to have this knowledge of, of like deep earth drilling, and they introduce this technology to the world that fixes all of our problems, and then they work their way into government and they slowly sort of like eke control away from the people. And you're like, this, it, it just seems like a foreign body. And I'm like, the entire time I was like, these people can't be human. And then as soon as they have their encounter with the dragon, or not dragon princess, Klaxosaur princess, she, when she kills them, she kicks away one of their masks and she's like, yeah, human imposter. And I'm like, okay. So they're not of this earth. They're obviously like a different party altogether. So when it becomes clear what their plan is, that they like want they they cut they came to Earth because they want to extract this weapon that belongs to the Claxosaur race, and then add that to their arsenal. It's like you start to realize that the entire thing that we've been watching, once the greater plot of the entire show is revealed, you realize how insignificant the characters are in sort of the scale of things, or at least how powerless they are in this entire struggle that's happening. And I thought that was super compelling because the entire time in the show, you're following them and you're like, oh, they're so powerless because they've been indoctrinated into the system where like everything is controlled everything is mitigated all of their peers all of the adults everything they work for it's it's controlled it's regulated um they don't have a say in like anything there's no autonomy and then you realize that like once you understand what 
they're actually fighting for and how useless it is and how actually self-destructive it is because they're aiding foreign bodies and destroying their own planet and they don't even realize it to the last second you realize it's it's kind of like the weight of all of that like like how useless and insignificant they actually are it just comes crashing down it's like wow they're caught in between this massive struggle between these two infinitely more powerful bodies of beings and they're just stuck in the middle trying to figure out themselves in the midst of it all and i was like wow this is a compelling struggle i think this is cool hmm yeah but then the answer is love though like then... i know it is kind of a comic <laughs> at the end of the day that's true but i thought the conflict itself was good i don't think the resolution was any less of a anime deus ex machina as i would expect from something like this mm-hmm. right but so you I mentioned did, oh sorry go on no yeah i just thought it wasn't as like random and unnecessary you right know? i thought it added to the show this is well, just making me question like what i like about the show like besides the art style yeah i'm like i oh my god i almost just dropped my phone um i don't care about uh hero and zero two yeah it's just a non-compelling relationship that right, sucks yeah. and it's the focus of the end of the show which is awful right. um i don't care about this these aliens just any of them yeah but i do care about the kids and them finding out like how they fit together and yeah. their weird like sexual relationships and right. them finding out like what an adult is and how do you become one yeah, yeah. like that stuff's all interesting like, what's the point of but, being alive yeah, yeah but the two bigger anchors of the story are dumb fair <laughs> so i want to yeah. say that uh <laughs> you mentioned you know uh this the the body the, the ape they seem to be otherworldly but the thing is only two of them are the right. other ones are humans because they oh yeah right so that's the thing it's not even like they're serving like this greater purpose like three humans are like we're doing sick stuff right like they right. think See, they don't know anything about the aliens like they get betrayed yeah too. Yeah, yeah yeah of course because they get assimilated into their hive mind with the rest of the immortal people yeah. more or less yeah that'd um, be sick if we could hear what they thought yeah instead yeah. of so just like them dying it'd be they cool were like, if like what? one of them like, dead. ran away and it's just like i fucked up guys oh no, no. <laughs> yeah like, that, see that would have been interesting in my mind their whole motivation is because they think they're saving humanity from claxosaurs like the claxosaurs yeah. are a real menace and it without ape and all this technology and their whole mm -hmm. structure of things we're gonna get wiped out so uh we need to find this weapon so that we can end the war once and for all they were probably of the same mind as like hero and zero two um mm -hmm. at the end of the show where they're like once we do this we're done right like we win the war and that's it right they right. were probably thinking the same thing, but then they just got... Yeah, but it's, like, interesting because, like, they've been around <laughs> this whole time, too, since, like, the early 2000s. Like, they became a group. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, like, it's weird. It's also strange to think about the fact that these aliens infiltrated, like, that early, like, a couple hundred years ago, like, the right. organization. It's like the homunculi. And then they're, like, like yeah, part of the they're, government. like, we're going to do it one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll bring our aliens uh, back and so then the aliens just showing up though it, it did still i get what you're saying does make sense but it still felt like it wasn't teased enough that like it wasn't a twist it just seemed to come out of left field 
It's not like a twist where you're like, oh, that makes sense. They're aliens. You're like, what? There are aliens in this show? I feel like I saw the signs (laughs) early enough that it didn't feel that jarring to me. Where it just felt like a twist. And I was like, oh, okay. But why did they have to take it up to like 11? Where they're like... It could be like sick. There's alien. But like, why do they have to save the universe all of a sudden right. in two episodes? Yeah, right. it was just um, like you could have just like, oh, there's aliens. They're fucking shit up. Like they're just messing around. They're just like they want these rascals. These rascals. Ah. <laughs> you could have kept it smaller without having to like. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a really big like, story to put giant into like woman into right. space. I mean. Right, but also it gives them an excuse to animate a giant woman. <laughs> also, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, Mount Lady. The, what is that? Yeah, Mount Lady. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is that mode called when uh, Zero Two and Hero become the giant lady mech with Stralesia Apis? I think so. Yeah. Something like so. Right. Yeah, Apis. Yeah. So she's boobs and like a real woman face now, like not just a oh, fake true face. That's, that's a second. Oh, that's okay, a second yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's fucking gigantic because you see the other Franks beside it, and it's like they're like the size of its face. Right. Yeah. It's like the ultimate huge. ultimate weapon. But here's the thing: so we see a glimpse of that when they first get to the Grand Crevasse or whatever, in the form of the giant baby hand that comes out and smacks down. And just trashes half of uh, their colony. Do you not remember this? Remember, that was Dylan a, is looking at Dylan's me like he doesn't remember this at all. Wider. I don't remember this, Dylan. I don't. <laughs> not at all. What? Not one bit. That was like the best. <laughs> yeah, the giant black hand just comes out of here. I never the earth even thought it's, about that. It's like a. It's, was that it's, early? Was that really early? No. It's. I mean, That's it's when they get Grand Crevasse. Okay. Do you remember that the first time, like the mountain-sized Claxosaur shows up and it sticks its head inside? Colony 13, and then Zero Two and Hero make up, and then they blow through it and it explodes. Yeah. Yeah. With the power of love. Yeah, with the yeah. power of love. <laughs> when that happens, immediately after, a giant hand comes out of the hole that they've been trying to secure mm-hmm. and slaps the ground and drags away half of their colony. Oh, yeah. Right. So that is. Um, I don't even remember the name of it, but the ultimate weapon. <laughs> the um, stuff. So yeah. are they piloting the ultimate weapon? Yeah, yeah. but but Str- they, here's the they thing. put Strelitzia in the op- in the ultimate yeah, weapon. So it yeah. took and- the form of Strelitzia because they entered it with Strelitzia. And those are all just like Ooh. dead claxes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a bunch of claxosaurs mashed together. So yeah. that whole thing confused me also because we had uh, the princess of the claxosaurs piling, pilot, piloting it with Hero. Was yeah. that the, the weapon? Yes. And yeah. then Zero Two comes and then they pilot it. And I guess they win. And then the next episode, Zero Two is back. They're all back on Earth. And then he's just like, but you're still fighting up there? How did that happen? What? Her mind is still in, like, Strelitzia? Of right. course still yeah. in. And, and, and that whole thing is in space. How did they get down to Earth? What? <laughs> because, like, in the previous episode, they're, yeah. they're in, like, the well, ship thing. And they, they like, fire fight. a beam off. And then after that, they get out of the thing. Yeah. But it's still active because Zero Two is still in it. Then we see all of it float up into space. She's mentally in it. Right, yeah. So, like, th- that's what confused me. Like, I remember yeah. seeing it float up. But, like, they were out of it at that point, like, physically. Yeah. Right. So I didn't know that 
Zero Two can just put her mind into she things. Was, no, her mind was always in it. When yeah. she left it, she was like kind of like brain dead. As soon as she, yeah, as soon as her she, mind was always in what? It's the machine. Apis. The but I'm saying it up. wasn't when she first entered. So she walked into it yeah, for the first yeah. time with her mind. And when no. it activated. But do you remember she attached her horns to the the purple fuckery that was going on? Yeah. Oh. And then the princess gave her all of her energy because they horn fucked. Yeah. Or- so Zero Two is her horns. Well, her mind. <laughs> she well, connected to the so they machine. They broke off the horns and they took her out. Super okay. complicated. It's Here's like, yo, went so inside the robot. <laughs> we've already established that there's some fuckery going on with who's experiencing what between the two pilots in any given franks. Yeah. Right. right. So we can assume that that also applies here, where it's like someone's got robot control and someone's got like I don't know. Like the feeling of doing things and taking the damage and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it was Zero Two who was embodying the robot, and Heroes at the controls telling her right. what to do. You so know, why like, did it all fly off at the end? though? well, because that's to fight the worm. Yeah. You know when you when you're watching a show that's not in English, and you can choose like the subtitles of that show you what other people are saying, so you can understand them, or you can choose subtitles that show you what like the signs in the rooms are saying, so you understand what the signs oh, like, in yeah. the shows are saying. I need like a third option right. that lets you that tells you what the dumb shit is that's happening. Like, <laughs> oh, her brain is flowing through her horns now. Like that would have been a really nice subtitle. Yeah. Right now. Um, yeah, that, that was great. really confusing. It was supposed to be a little confusing because even Hero doesn't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's just like yeah. oh, where'd where you like, fucking go? Yeah, he's just like oh, my girlfriend got real dumb. Right yeah, now. that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that's true. But I guess when he said like you're still up there fighting, I was like how? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I was cool that he figured it out, and it was like okay, yeah, we were all confused about that yeah. hero yeah. himself too, but I wanted there to be an explanation. I guess it is what you're saying, like, like she put her horns it's out. It's also like at the very end of the show when the little baby girl says like, darling! Yeah, and right. you're like, yeah. excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess because she said that, we all have to hold hands yeah. and yeah, just yeah, like yeah. send our energy. Power. Yeah. Yo, it's yeah. a Let me your energy. Bomb, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh, God, that didn't make any like, sense. Yeah, no. that she was just... Heard them saying darling and she learned that word and they're like she shouldn't know that word <laughs> right that was the cornball power of love yeah. Yeah. anime ending we've and, never but, said the word darling around this statue and we talk about hero and zero two every single seen, day yeah. for eight years we've never said darling <laughs> yeah of no way the child yeah. could pick up yeah. on that <laughs> and yeah. it also seems stupid that uh, they've been fighting all this time, and then just randomly hero falls asleep and then they use the power of love to wake him up and then he's like, all right, I can keep fighting now. Also, right. like, tell me... Like, what was draining him? Like it would have been nice to see, like, time. fights through the years and he was slowly losing power. This man something. hasn't yeah. eaten in eight years. Or right. three years. Or he doesn't need to shit. I was thinking about that. Well, I guess <laughs> he doesn't need to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 has he has tubes in Also, him. okay, it's just so <laughs> stupid. I can understand that time moving eight years for whatever the people on Earth is fine, whatever. Right. But for Hero, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they go into, like, a vortex or, like, a black hole, essentially. Shouldn't, like, time have been like not moving at all shouldn't they have just been like moving for eight years yeah like some interstellar weirdness where like they if to them it only feels like 10 minutes of this journey and not eight fucking years of moving in a straight line maybe to them it didn't feel like eight years maybe it's just like earth maybe it did years and they're just in this i guess there would have been no way to show that but when the episode starts and you're, it says 70 days later and right. I started laughing and like <laughs> yeah, I think you looked at me you thought like I didn't understand what was happening I knew right. exactly what was happening right. like this is stupid as shit <laughs> so it says 70 days later and the first thing uh, Hero says is 
Oh, it's been so many days. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, this show's jumped the shark. Yeah. yeah. So silly. With that last episode, the whole time, I was just like, I did not care about Hero and Zero Two. Right. No. They were part of the episode. But I was like super excited to see the kids being like adults and like getting yeah. the shit yeah, together. Yeah, like, what happens on Earth is yeah. way, more way more What happens on Earth right? stays on Earth. I thought that's what I was going to say. Anyway, um, that shout out Kendrick Lamar. That makes me think of the the last episode of Digimon season two when all the kids age up and they're in like a family photo together. Right, it's that. yeah. like the sign off of, yeah, it's very cool. Um, so that was cool, right? Seeing the the them grow into adults and, but just like everything that Hero and Zero Two are doing, we're like we're just gonna keep fighting the aliens. Yeah, and then yeah. do they win at the end? Is that what happened? And then they yeah. just well dissolve. To I I guess they blow up the home planet of. Uh, what are they? Verm. Verm. Uh, so they release all of the people, organisms they've hive minded over the years. Right. And, and all they of their take, souls like, go back to wherever the fuck they came from. And they yeah. take hundreds of years to float back to Earth. Because I, like it yeah. shows that like tree getting bigger and bigger in the background. Right. No. It's like thousands of years. No, not hundreds of years. They thousands. float back, I think like, oh yeah, thousands. I think they float back really fast. But it takes, like, hundreds of years oh, for them to show up as kids again. Right. Because, like, once they die, like, explode through the thing, I think the lives, like, immediately start floating back. Like, Hero I and think, Zero Two float back really fast. That one's right, though. Oh, I yeah? It's like, yeah, it's just, like, it takes them a while to get back to Earth because... Yeah. Right. And the whole time... And then, yeah. so what is that? They're, like, spirit being reborn? Yeah, they've it's been, a, like, yeah. reincarnated. Like, reincarnated? Yeah. yeah. But they yeah, look so. the same? Well, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, Give me a black um, character. I was yeah. expecting I was expecting Ichigo's child to be hero. Oh, that would be but, because like she's pregnant yeah, and then he like cool. he dies and then she like pops it out and he's like child. I would have hated that. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> is it any better or worse than what you saw? <laughs> oh god. Uh, so silly. Uh, um, so I just want to bring up something from one of my immediate thoughts from watching the show in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, you know when you go into a show and it has like a weird or interesting name like Darling in the Franks and you're like, ooh, what is that? What if it's meaningless? What could it be? Right. By the end of the first episode, it was like, I know exactly what Darling in the Franks <laughs> means and it's a letdown. It's that like, guy <laughs> in that thing. Yeah. Darling is in the Franks. That man is in there and it's boring. Like I mean, <laughs> the interesting title became immediately boring. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like some That's hectic true. challenge. Yeah. I was like, what could this be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's. It was even funnier actually. Like hearing people refer to it as like darling in the Fran XX. It's like, oh yeah. What do dumb. you mean, dude? <laughs> yeah. What does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> also, that there's just a doctor named Doctor Franks. Right. That also felt like a letdown. <laughs> Franks, yeah. Doctor uh, Frank, Franks, who then became Doctor Franks. Yeah. Doctor Franks is entirely Metal Gear. He's just riding for Metal right. Gear. His lower oh, jaw it, doesn't even move. Circle because, gear and everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I thought it was cool. I was like, why also, does this look so cool? What a like, bitch! Oh, he just like some girl he never even dated. He just grabs her jeans and attaches them to his arm, hoping that he can become her race. <laughs> I was like, expecting more like weird shit from that. I was like, oh, like maybe Zero Two is like his like wife or like oh like a clone, yeah. <laughs> maybe like some weird clone stuff. Like or like I was expecting his DNA plus the Klaxosaur Princess, so Just be, like right. his full child. Ava. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting Falava. <laughs> they never went Falava. Like, yeah. 
that reveal is the lamest thing when he like takes off his jacket and he's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, by the way, I have this in my yeah, arm. I, I, mean, to- <laughs> okay, okay. I knew there was going to be some bullshit Deus Ex Machina because yeah. as soon as Zero Two's like, like pulling the fucking life support out of, out of her arms, like yeah. just limping to the gate, like, okay, I'm going to go do it. It's like, okay, how are you going to get in? He's like, don't worry. I'll go with her. It's like, yeah. how are you going to get her in? Oh, wait, there's going to be some bullshit with your arm. Yeah. Gets there. Whoosh, my arm! Yeah. Shoves it in. It's like, okay, like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, dude. Um, Good to know you're useful for something besides yeah. fucking the earth up. Yeah. I just like his character, though. Like, I like this whole cool. thing with his, like, wife... Like, I like the scene when they're in the restaurant and they're like, <laughs> he just has no fucking clue. And he's just Yeah, like, that was funny. Right. It was like a nice. Right, right. Yeah. I, he's just like this like guy who's just like so set in his like research that he doesn't actually bother to think about the consequences of like any of his actions. Right. Yeah. He's just like, I want to see where humanity will go if we push it all the yeah. way. It's a total Jurassic Park scenario. Yeah. yeah. And then when it fucks up and he finds a more interesting organism, that becomes his muse. Yeah. And he's like. Right. You know what? Fuck humans. I'm. I want to know what makes that thing yeah. tick. Yeah. 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 I wish they went more weird with him. Actually, like. I mean that uh, that backstory episode with him was very cool. Yeah. yeah. And it was like it was the true send off to the series because after that it was just a bunch of weird yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> the backstory was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. So it's kind wait. of like in spoilers for Lost season six of Lost, uh, the episode about Richard Albert. Do you remember that? The oh, guy yeah. who doesn't age on the island. Right. Who's always been an advisor. Yeah, it's a guy liner. Yeah. <laughs> he has, like, yeah. permanent... They have, like, a... Yeah, He's from true. Egypt. He, yeah. That's his, that's his right. thing, right? Like, like, they have, like, a whole um, backstory about him and, like, how he got to the island, and it, like... It's very cool. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that episode reminded me kind of of that. See, yeah. it's like, when it... It always kinds of it, it plays out the same way whenever there's some sort of magic force at play where you just kind of have to be like why is this happening oh yeah magic force it's like right. the same deal in lost same yeah. deal in countless other shows but i feel like i mean so like wait did i sell you guys at all with the the them being stuck in the middle of this greater thing because that sold me uh, i like the sentiment the point where but i did i don't hate think it. that the show did it well no so like yeah. brennan if you could have been in the writer's room for the last like <laughs> four episodes yeah. yeah or no more than the last four episodes because i would have liked to have seen that eased in not just surprised right. in. like yeah. you expertly explained why you like the show and that's good because now i understand yeah but <laughs> like yeah, they should have explained that to me. Execution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they okay, didn't do the anything. Yeah. They didn't I do had it. to do a lot of work yeah. to get yeah. you to and you, like, you know me, I don't like out. to do any work yeah. when right. I'm watching a show. Oh, that's true. You Yeah, right. Yeah. There <laughs> needs to be no outside text that I need to absorb. All of it needs to be on the screen. I feel like this just factors into my taste in anime. Because right. I love Ava. And Ava is all just you having to figure it There's out. There's no answers, which I think is great about it. Like, I think... Like, right. I think of, like, right. Final Fantasy VII is like that, where it doesn't give you any fucking answers, and you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> Genova? Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't... It's, like, it's nice because it feels like you can always want more from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I do also really appreciate that they explained a lot of this. But, like, I think it's just, like, a write-off if you say that, like, this is a genre of thing to like, and that you like the style of it, because, like, there's... There's a way to do it right. There's that's, a fine yeah, that's line. That's true. That's so true. And my <laughs> argument is that they did not do it right. Yeah. But like, obviously, like people are different. Like the, the line was right to you. Well, I, even to a degree, I would say that I feel like you know, 
they weren't so mysterious that you can look at this and be like, this is a postmodern work of art. Right. Like, you can look at Ava and go, this is a piece of art. Facts. Right. Like, no matter how you slice it, whether you love it or hate it, this is art. I don't think you can look at Darling and be like, this is art. Unless you're talking about just visually. Visually, it's it's fucking also, yeah, art. Also, I have another point to add on to the visual thing. Yeah. So I love that the show uh, will use this like next effect, and it'll use it very effectively. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just switching the aspect ratio to being like nineteen yeah. by six, or sorry, cinemascope. Uh, yeah. Nine by sixteen. So sixteen by nine, which is you know standard widescreen TV, yeah. and so then cool. it goes into a cinemascope ratio, which is about two point three nine to to one. Yeah, ratio. but then it'll also go like portrait yeah and then it'll also go like portrait but not in the middle of the screen like collage, to the side yeah and it yeah it'll like collage things up it it's started really cool. to do that in the last few episodes more like with the, the flashbacks the, and the uh the cinemascope ratio was throughout but yeah. i don't remember seeing like the squares and portraits and different slices of the tv i don't remember seeing that until like the last like that's interesting the that last, you only like, noticed it at the episodes, end. Yeah. I can confirm that it's like almost all the way through. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah maybe I, I just wasn't thinking about it cuz I yeah. obviously I noticed the uh the cinemascope from the beginning. Right. right. And initially I was like is this only in scenes with Zero Two and Hero? <laughs> right. It seems like, like a cutscene yeah. kind of. And <laughs> I actually made that note toward the end. I was like, wait, are they only doing it there but there actually are scenes without uh, oh. without the minute where they do it. Okay. That would have been an interesting choice. I yeah, I thought that was really cool. I wasn't a huge fan of the unnecessary subtitle like where they just throw text on top of a scene that's happening where it's not the actual subtitle it's usually written in japanese but also there's an english thing going on at the same time where it's literally just an echo of something someone just said or it's like uh we're two different people and then it'll be like we're two different people in japanese right oh, yes. yeah i, I was vaguely like that, that. I wasn't a fan of that yeah yeah can't say it, and it only happened whenever the yeah. aspect ratio started going all over mm -hmm. the place right. well i i did like those choices i especially when they did do like portrait or squares or pieces of the screen just like taken up i think one time they actually had a conversation between two characters uh and it, so it was like a, a single shot on each of them and in in the actual space, you know, if you were in the world, they were looking at each other, but they actually flipped them. So on screen, it looked like they were looking yes. away from each other. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And that was really cool. I wish I had taken a screenshot of that because mm -hmm. I, I liked the idea of what they were uh, what they were doing there. Right. Um, did you have anything else to say about the visual aesthetics? I want to bring up a, a quote that I liked. No, you should. You should. Um, so in episode 15, actually, I also want, so I was just like looking through my notes because sometimes I write down quotes to, to bring up to you guys. Uh, so I was going to read a quote, but I just noticed that in episode 15, my last two notes. So one is hero and zero two merge again and kill the big Klaxosaur. And then my last note is a massive hand. So I guess <laughs> so right. that happened in uh, episode it, it 15. It looked like one of the hands <laughs> from the gate in Full Metal. Okay. Like, yeah, little, it was like little wiggly yeah. little hands that only have like four fingers. I think Weird. this had five, but they're all very rounded and baby-like. And I was like, why couldn't you have just made a big badass hand? Yeah, <laughs> I like the bread man hand. It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh boy, <laughs> just just out yeah. of the out of the pit. So uh, in episode six, I took a note that says this show is really good at showing you the perfect pussy shot. Oh, which is just like the proper <laughs> angle to see like between the girl's legs right. at her junk. They they it's just like the wait, oddest. What? 
Dylan. The, <laughs> did you not notice? <laughs> they, go the, out of they go the out of their way to point, like, right at the girl's genitalia. It's not like, even, like, when they're the Almost at oh, all times. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. it's like her ass. It's, yeah. it's yeah. never, okay, yeah, it's yeah not, sorry. Yeah. It's never masked between the booty cheeks. It's just no. like, here is the anatomy. We know what here you're here is. for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting it yeah. right in your face. Yeah. Um, it's important. It's what powers the whole uh, like, machine, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. They're teaching kids about love. <laughs> but not really because they never taught them the word Happy, for love yeah. yeah yeah no i mean kids oh, watching it oh, okay yeah right <laughs> oh yeah um, so, so any child figuring out their sexuality via the show i feel yeah actually so bad that's for. interesting because in the show <laughs> they, really they like they don't want people to know about love or like sex or reproduction and yet they're positioning them in the way to right, just right, like yeah. uh, uh, you think I they'd mean, get a clue. They'd be like, huh, my junk feels funny. Yeah. Every time I get in the machine, I wonder why. Also, yeah, do like, the girls get periods? Did we ever cover they're that? They're all just going through puberty now. They actually say they in all, an episode, yeah. they're like, shit, they're all going through puberty it at the same hits. time. Yeah. Which is also crazy because they're like young teens. Right. Or <laughs> like tw- or tweens. So like, and like, they, she has a baby, dude. Did Kokoro right. get She's pregnant like on her 13, first egg? 14? I don't know, man. Possible. No, probably not her first thing. But well, maybe. Saying, it's yeah. possible. Maybe. Who <laughs> but knows? also, like, their aging has been established to be fucked up. Like, in the way that, like, um, what's Asuka 1's name? Uh, Ichigo? No. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh. The annoying one. Miku? The girl Miku, yeah. yeah. Miku, yeah. Girl, girl Asuka. It, like, you... We see for the first time when they're like bathing in the river together, obviously, another fan service moment. But um, she doesn't let Zero Two wash her hair. And then we see why it's like she's got some gray going on. And then later on, yeah. they don't really dive into it much, but it's also because I said her name wrote Ikuno also goes completely gray after using like the extent of her. Um, Franks's power. Oh yeah. Oh, what? that's why that happens. Yeah. Yeah. What was it's like that? Piloting the Franks. Apparently, I guess according to the canon that this show has established, rapidly ages the children to a degree. They also bring it back at the end where they're like, "Oh, Ikuno, your research has made it so that we don't die like next year." I feel like they didn't oh yeah, they mentioned that. rapid aging at yeah. the in the last yeah. episode. That was not clear to me at all until that moment, no, right. and I thought it was real dumb that she aged really in hard eight in, years. in that one. <laughs> no, but in that no, not that in that moment where she's like in the oh, thing, and then her hair just goes gray. Yeah. That wasn't even like a major sacrifice. Like I was expecting some like right. cool shit to happen. She was just like ah, I and mean, now my like, hair's gray. She does like slowly start dying. Like she does probably die before everybody else because she's bedridden. When everyone has like children and shit, right? No, I just meant like I didn't like that she just went instantly gray in that oh, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that kind of silly. It was a bit heavy handed. Silly. Yeah. I also like, wanted her to have like a lesbian relationship. Yeah, they, what well, the yeah. Holding hands with that the girl in the beginning. Oh yeah, Naomi. Which I think is maybe. Yeah, maybe, oh, yeah. but like they could have done more. Also, right. she lost an arm somewhere down the line. I was Did like, what the fuck? What? Did she? Not Ikuno. Um, the first girl who Naomi. Naomi, oh, yeah, yeah. Who who hero can't get. It up for right she like when she comes back she's just got a flapping arm in the breeze and when they all hold hands uh ichigo goes for the waist grab oh yeah oh that's she why she goes for the waist grab i didn't even notice that she didn't have an arm either. Either. i thought her... she was like uh nervous and then ichigo's like get over here no, yeah. her sleeve is just flapping in the breeze when oh. did she lose an arm Probably in like I the don't first know. Episode. maybe in the first episode with that explosion yeah when yeah. shit goes wrong but they don't yeah. show her afterwards yeah, it's like don't. what happened to her oh so, she went into cryostasis somewhere you know what else is weird what uh, 
hero gives all of his friends names, right? And they make like a huge deal about that, especially in the last episode as well. Right. But the first person, or maybe not the first person, but the person who means most to him, which is Ichigo, he gives a name to, which the name is Ichigo. But her number is 15. Yeah. And Ichigo... Is, is how you say 15, right? Well, or it's one how you say 1-5. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So literally, he oh. just gives her the name of what her name is. Right. But also, Ichigo is just like a Japanese name. Right. So yeah. it's more yeah, I've seen Bleach. Than... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's where it gets a pass, where she's like, yeah. oh, this could be a name, too. Because other people are getting like Zorome and shit, and it's yeah. like, oh, man, what the fuck? Yeah. That's true. Zorome has um, also got... The number 666. He's just like the most... Oh, right. Is that his number? Yeah. Oh. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I uh, figured he'd be more badass. Turns out you're just annoying. Yeah. When you're... Um, so, we. Uh, I wanted to bring this up uh, after I talked about the massive hand, but uh, episode right. 15... The quote. Uh, there's, a, there's a quote. Ichigo, Ichigo uh, pairs with Hiro when they're like trying to go to 0-2. I think when 0 Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah crazy and uh when she pairs with him uh she sees some of hero's memories mm-hmm. and she says damn it it's all been about her yeah it's hit hit the feels right there oh yeah just seeing oh sorry because hero's memories are about like zero two it's all about zero right. two so she's like fuck yeah that's when you get the um, actual realization yeah episode 17 i think uh it's one of the nines says this when they find that kokoro has been hiding that what to expect when you're having a baby uh, they say uh, gender is pain, is a pain only tolerated so we can pilot the Franks. Yeah. yeah. Also interesting. Which I was like hoping huh. they would explore more. Yeah. Yeah. Because they also mentioned something offhand where it's like we should go back. Like if it wasn't for this, we should just go back to being like monogender or like one gender. Yeah. Right. Uh, or like genderless or something like that. And I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> and then like <laughs> later I realized that they're probably like they're, it's not as progressive as you think it is. They're just they're talking about the immortal people who've lost like their They're... sex entirely so they're basically agender asexual right um and then i was like but in that moment i was speculating i was like what do you mean before like wh- were, were there no distinction at yeah. all at one point i don't know thought that was cool hmm. but again they didn't develop it as much yeah. as they could have yeah it's yeah. definitely like they introduced the nines, but they didn't really like go into depth. Or, yeah, like, they're ex- they're just badasses who are there as a plot device to kind of fuck things up. And they're cloned everyone. from zero two, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing yeah. like Which zero two. Odd, yeah, yeah, right. That's the thing. All of their hair are like it's it's all different colors. It all comes down to hair. Yeah. We see uh, <laughs> the original squad thirteen, and they all have black, boring hair because you're not supposed to care about them. Right. I believe that's. I believe they're the original squad thirteen. And then like you compare the them, yeah, in the yeah, photo. Yeah, and then yeah. you compare them to the current Squad Thirteen. You're like, of course, the ones that are current have like hairstyles that stand out because we need to care about them. Right. But all the characters in the photo just look like boring yeah. clones of themselves. That yeah. was like another but, thing. Like I was like wondering what happens to the, like the non like the regular people who are just like all the same people like like the children the children that are yeah. just boring people. Right. Well, I mean, I guess they're still people, but like they're they're sense of self is inhibited because of how they're raised they yeah. aren't raised with nearly as much freedom as right. i guess Identity, squad 13 yeah. yeah so like they don't like it, i thought it was really interesting when dr franks was like oh like like oh this is unprecedented i'd never think that they'd go back to being 
normal human beings or interacting like normal human beings if yeah. we just sort of like let the reins loose. And I was like, oh shit, that's kind of crazy because yeah, everyone else is still deep down probably a normal human, but they've been conditioned to the point where they don't exercise any of their autonomy that they have. Yeah. But they need those emotions to be able to pilot the Franks at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, I guess while we're still on the topic of like quotes, one of the things that I found interesting that I think hits at like the core of why I thought this show was good um, was that whole you can't swim in the same river twice deal, which mm-hmm. is closer to the end, where it did kind of get a bit fucky, I'll admit. But. Um, I think a lot of the show was about, especially within like the character struggles and dynamics, which arguably is the best part of the show. Um, it's like about a lot of it's about being present or at least like mindfulness and being able to enjoy what you have while you have it. I thought that was like a cool thing that the show did. And that whole message is definitely more interesting and they should have developed that more than the power of love or whatever it is that will set all the all the people who are fired up about the love triangle going to going to shit i gotta say that i did not notice the show like getting at that point at all like not even once damn i never noticed them ever say that goes to show (laughs) (laughs) how bad they did selling that because i felt like it was yeah it was definitely a good part of the show but i i wish it took a bigger part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also didn't get being present from that. I, I didn't get the... the... Also, dude. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. None of us got it. <laughs> yeah. So I think I have a, a few last minute things to say about the show. Like, um, uh, the fat kid, when when the uh, papa, like, abandons all the kids and the kids are all left alone in their house, it's, it's funny that he's bulimic. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to say. I thought I he was maybe like it was a part of the fever or something. Like he wasn't able to yeah. hold food down, right. which is why he wasn't able to eat. Yeah. Right. I was like down for him to be bulimic. I was like, "That's that's interesting." I like liked how Zorme got upset, and I was like, "Oh, they had a moment." Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. The um, whole marriage part was like sick. Yeah. Yeah. And when they forget each other sad yeah Again, <laughs> all, about, all about being <laughs> all that shit ties into i don't know sean just said it like it's just like just a cold just fact sad. With no sad. Sad. anyway uh but yeah no that that part was like with the presentness too all of it the the marriage shit it's like right. while it lasted before they lost their memories it's like that meant something dude and when then, they have sex <laughs> great payoff like, <laughs> like yes dude it's the best <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so funny um it's interesting uh that whenever you're piloting a franks like you're doggy styling somebody right but when uh zero one or whatever her name is the claxosaur princess right gets into the uh the mech with hero she straddles him right also kisses him against his will different <laughs> pose face to face interesting dynamic and then he's just tied up with. She has a little more back. control. She has more control. Yeah. yeah. She should have taken the seat. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been really interesting. Um, what else do I have to say about any of this? Uh, why doesn't the adult want to be friends with the boy when the boy and the adult talk? Right. Yeah. Zorome, uh, when he gets stuck in that city, and then I think he says, like, oh, when I become an adult, like, maybe you can be my, like, family. Oh, and yeah. then she's like. Friend. Yeah. Friend. He, he's about to say family, oh. and then he says friend. friend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, 
Uh, she's like, that's like impossible because, and then they get cut off. Yeah, right. They that was really interesting like, too. What is that? They mentioned something in that scene that I feel like didn't get closure, or at least yeah. I missed. Where the people who come get him are like, oh, like these poor infected children are the ones that um, have to deal with it. Like the guy's like, oh fuck, this thing's gross. I don't want to touch it. And then he's like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. don't be so mean. These poor fucking pathetic creatures are the ones who are really suffering it's like what i thought they were all sick or something right i guess in hindsight it's just like they're not immortal so they're gonna die also they exist as fodder against the claxosaurus so right oh, poor them also know? the children are called parasites which i can't believe we're just bringing up now right <laughs> <laughs> they're called parasites do you think that's because like humanity sees itself as destroying like the planet and it, the children that they're now putting onto the planet to carry on the generation are parasites on the earth i would think so but it's mm. also like very self i don't think that's the point but <laughs> I mean, i'm just like, wondering <laughs> if you guys think that's I don't a point honestly know what, why i think parasites. Yeah. no it definitely like ties in to the whole like theme of like well like, when you when you zoom out look at it from a bird's eye view it's like oh yeah the humans are parasites, parasites and yeah, also right. uh the Aliens coming down to Earth and stealing the resources are parasites. Right. Why do they call the kids that? Shouldn't they call the, the adults? I mean, they're the like... tools of the adults. <laughs> I so, so, in a way, uh, they're just like we need to use the word parasites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we gotta, we gotta throw this little symbolism. M- yeah, <laughs> just, just shove it in there somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The director comes to work on like the last day before they're about to submit the show. Guys, we need more symbolism. Wow. <laughs> it's like, what have we been calling the kids? Up We've been calling them like, kids. kids. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, Parasites? What are children? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we had the two people piloting the mech standing side by side, but that's too Pacific Rim. Can, can we have them fuck? Yes. Uh, <laughs> ass handles. <laughs> oh, now that's man. an idea. Yeah, oh, dude, I did not even understand. I didn't get that at the beginning of our podcast episode. You said ass handles. I was just that. I was just like, that's a funny term. I was laughing because it sounded funny. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> oh, yes, good. dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The ass handles. Yeah, Never nice. forget. Yeah, I wasn't too surprised hey. from like Studio Trigger just because it's like yeah, they're like known super for their sexualized pervy shit. Yeah. But also, it's, like, funny. It's funny. And, like, you can somehow draw conclusions from it. Or, like, there's some something to explore there. Right. Which I like. It's not, like... Yeah. They oh, somehow there's... making... They somehow validate the whole nudity part of it. It's just, like... Right. The nakedness of everyone. Right. There's something to say there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's also, like, a rap line that you can make about, like... Ass being handle. Be, being in the using the ass handles. It's gonna and be like, in Kanye's next album. Yeah, and like yeah. reference. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. Maybe. If right. only. Maybe Kim make it happen. I want to believe that at the studio, who's making the show, uh, the director's just like walking through the office. He's like walking past the desk of some like lonely ass intern that he has that's just like caught watching porn on his monitor. He's like covering up the screen. He's like, and the director's no, like, no. whoa, 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 wait, stop, stop, pause. <laughs> it's like somebody fucking doggy style, and he's like. <laughs> There's something here. We need that. Thank you for the research. Yeah. I'm like, he thanks the intern. Oh, man. Job well done. Well, Intern's job. promoted. It's like some guy, like the director's at home. He's like watching porn and he's just like, 
we need this. Like, yeah. an actual, like, reality Or his, his yeah. wife walks in, he's like, oh, I'm doing research for uh, the show, see? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, ass handles. Ass handles. <laughs> Look at my notes. I have the receipts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just need children doing it now. Dude, there's, oh, there's gotta be... Oh, my oh, God. God. There's oh, gotta dear. be a realistic situation behind this. Like, he's at home, so, like, at his work desk, gets bored of work, starts watching porn. Like... When he's done watching porn, y'all know what I mean, he pauses the video, puts it aside, and then, like, starts doing work again, but later looks up at his screen monitor and sees the porn, and he's like, whoa, I have to apply this to this drawing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> like, there, you can't you can't just come up with that. He needs to, like, stumble upon you. Right. Anyways, so, do you guys have anything left to say about the show? <laughs> I honestly think that that's the best way to end it. <laughs> I mean, in the director's defense... In those like behind the scenes episodes, I, I mentioned I felt like hey. I really felt. <laughs> I really felt for the director in the way that he seemed like on the verge of death, like he's ready to die. He's like we we did everything we fucking could, and I don't know if I did the right thing. I just followed my heart, and I know people are gonna hate it, but I hope people see that we got together and we we made something and it right. was what it was and that's just all i've got like i'm like I'm, i can i feel like he must have died as soon as the, like today that's all in the last episode <laughs> ass handles he's just like he's like ready to like give himself to the void right and i feel like maybe he just wanted to make a compelling mecha s story and then some exec at trigger or like a1 was like listen this isn't fitting with our brand Right. We need more sex. How can you make it more sexy? Uh, acid makes them naked. <laughs> and then that's how we wound up with this crazy clusterfuck that we got. But at the end of the day, I think they did a good job. Maybe not a modern mecha classic, but probably the closest we're ever going to get in this day and age. Right. Interesting. It definitely made noise for sure. Yeah. Um... There's a lot of good going on in the There's show. There's a lot of good. I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. say that. Like I'm, I hope it didn't come off like we're shitting on the director. We're just joking around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, if you're listening, good job. But like, yeah, like the first twenty episodes are great. Yeah, it's just the last four. <laughs> yeah, it's like I enjoyed. I thoroughly enjoyed the first twenty. Yeah, last four just dropped the ball, and that's unfortunate. Would you guys recommend the show to people? No. No. I don't know who I'd recommend this to. Like, the thing is, last episode, I was saying, like, I loved Megalobox, but I don't know who I'd recommend it to. I guess I recommended it to Joel, like, earlier today. <laughs> but, so I guess that helped. But, like, yeah. I don't know, because of the ending, I don't know who would be satisfied with this ending. Yeah. So, no? So, yeah, like, I would recommend this to somebody saying that it's one of the best, if not the best, visually looking anime I've ever seen. But then they'd ask me what the show's about, and I'd be like, uh, "Fuck, maybe don't watch it, <laughs> or like watch the first five episodes." And if you decide to go past that, don't blame me. Right. You know? I think this is another anime's anime, where it's like if you're right. not used to this shit, like if you if you if you but nobody's used to ass handles, right. like nobody's <laughs> used to that. I know they're revolutionary <laughs> yeah. in some respects, right? But also, I feel like new ground to the yeah. uninitiated, this would probably be way too much. But to yeah. someone who's seen. Like, any Gundam or any other mecha, uh, Eureka 7, and yeah. Evangelion. And if they're like, I need something. I right. want something. If you're looking for a good mecha... Here's Ash. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
Yeah. It's definitely like a, I think this a is better a good, Mac in general. Yeah, no, it's definitely I, up there in the Mac genre. That's I it. definitely think so, and I feel like maybe this is the best modern one since Eureka Seven, or even <laughs> Dylan and I would say Code Geass. Uh, Sean would severely disagree. Where do you stand on Code Geass? I didn't finish it because oh, I fair. just got upset. Oh, when she, when she. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> Just throw that. The spoilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man yelling. The screaming right. man. Uh, okay, so it, did it get like upset in a good way? Like you were like hurt? Are, like, we, it talk, was emotional? are we talking oh, about? dude. Are we talking dude. about the same sh part with the? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I quit the show when that yeah. happened, and then I came back later. Yeah. Man, that was like hard to watch, dude. Like, the, the end. That that show does like really toy with your it emotions. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> Um, and anyway, and I was in high school. Like, yeah, I watched it when it came out, and then I watched that, and then so I was just like, I was like, fuck this. And the second yeah. season came out, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this again. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was, was also going through puberty at that time. Right, and it's just like not guys, a good time to not watch a good it. time yeah. to see a. <laughs> but anyways, you got to beep over that too. <laughs> you know what? Okay, fuck it. But um, maybe fuck it. You know what? Modern mecha classic. I would recommend it to someone who's been initiated. If you like mecha, like the, like the mecha genre, I think it's a you have to watch it because it's definitely like there aren't that many great like mecha. Yeah, like, nowadays they're yeah. few and far between. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. So we've been the Shonen Chumps. We still are the Shonen Chumps. We will always be the Shonen Chumps. And we love to talk to you and hear from you, just like you might maybe like to love and talk and hear from us. And you can contact us at Shonen Chumps on Twitter, right? Yes. You can email us at shonenchumps at gmail.com. Facts. You can hear from us at youtube.com slash Shonen Chumps, SoundCloud, Shonen Chumps. And if you leave us a review on uh, iTunes, Apple, whatever it is, podcast, or, or Google Play. Google Play or the new Google Podcast Remember. App, I think it's just called Podcasts. Yeah. Whatever it is. Remember that Sean is obligated to read whatever you write live on the podcast. It's not just an obligation. I will love doing it. Be it horrible or good, preferably good, it yeah. does help. So do that if you want. We're not cops. Yet. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, do that too, sure, yeah. actually. If you want to subscribe Joel. to us on YouTube, yeah. well, actually, yeah. we never say that. <laughs> That's right. holy shit. It's a yeah. thing you have to do. Right. Yeah. We say watch us on YouTube, yeah. but not subscribe. Yeah. Sure, do, Our, that. do that too. And uh, yeah. leave a comment below. <laughs> yeah, let us know your thoughts. How, you, how do you feel? Yeah, True. How, how did you feel about do you Darling feel things? things? Let's find out. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Uh, also, thanks to Joel for yeah, uh, yeah thank you, Joel. Thanks, yeah. Joel. I'm glad I'm the inaugural guest. Yes, yeah. yes, feels good. It's been nice. Feels Pop natural. the cherry. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
Asian man yelling at one point to cover up a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> though that yeah, that's that our good. go-to ble- our bleep sound is just a screaming Asian man. Yeah, sure. yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's 